What is up, everybody? Welcome to Super Gamecast. I'm your host, Bronson Fiore, joined by the HR Ninja himself, Jesse Pewitt. Hello. Good morning. And our mod mommy, wielder of the band Hammer, Emily Holslander. Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you, you, had, uh, you had PAX last weekend, right? I did. I did. Um, right on, right on. How was that? How was how was enforcing? How was ruling with an iron fist? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's what I do here. I mean, <laughs> on the it's podcast, what I do here. Rule the chat with an iron fist. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Uh, I I mean, that's fair. That's one hundred percent fair. But yeah, it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. enforcing exactly. as it always um, is. I was yeah, actually was a lot of fun enforcing as it always um, is. I was yeah, actually my brother. Which is really cool. Um, right, so yeah, so I got to hang on. out. We, we have an audio issue. <sighs> of course we do. Of course yeah, we do. Yep, it looks like it's duplicating itself, but I don't know where it's duplicating itself. So, great. Um, hold on. I think I got it fixed. Okay. Uh, all right. That should do it. Oh, for fuck's sake! I love OBS. It is such a friendly, easy to use software for streaming. <laughs> all right. Anyway, you were saying. Um. So I was hanging out with um, Loading Ready Run, Bit Brigade, OFK. Um, and a bunch of other people in the area. Uh, uh, loading after, Ready Run. That's not a name. That's a name I haven't heard in ages. They actually just celebrated twenty years as a company. I guess it was, and they had their twentieth mm-hmm. anniversary panel at PAX, which is really cool. Um, let's see. After enforcing, though, that was where the fun came in because I got to check out the show. And boy, howdy, was there some good shit. Yeah, Anthony was telling me about it. He, it seemed like he had a really fun time. Anthony was at PAX and I didn't see him. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is a, you know, giant convention. Like, it's huge, yep. so. I mean, fair. I will say, though, I'll talk about the games that I played when we get to that point. I will say, though, about PAX. The fact that there was a Nintendo Live event that was ticketed separately from PAX was a mm-hmm. lot of bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, uh, well, no, I totally get why, game. because Nintendo doesn't give a shit about you going to PAX. They give a shit about you going to Nintendo going Live. To Nintendo. Yeah. And, and there wasn't a whole lot there. Yeah, they, they don't. Once again, they don't they don't care. They're, 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 the reason they probably put it PAX weekend is because they're like, well, we got to make a booth for PAX anyway, so fuck it. You know, so that's why. Um, yeah. yeah, Nintendo got a Nintendo. That didn't surprise me at all. Unfortunately. Yeah. So. Yeah, good time otherwise. Yeah. Well, glad you had fun. Uh, Ninja, what'd you get up to this week? Uh, not a whole lot. Work. Yeah, yeah, it seems like they've been slave driving you. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, the benefits of salary, right? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Every not now wrong. and then, I think like, man, I'd love, I'd love one of because our company, the salaried positions, uh, have unlimited PTO, mm-hmm. which would be real fucking nice. But on the other side of that, I'm just like, but then you would never leave. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and it's not like you, it's unlimited PTO, right? But it's not really. They still expect you to work while you're on PTO. I mean, that's cool, but the, I, have, I have a solution for that. Um, oh, I already found the solution. My phone is nowhere near me. So, <laughs> hmm. yeah, see, there you go. Oh, here you go. All right, watch, watch. I'll, sh- I'll, show, you the, I'll show you the solution to this unlimited PTO. Problem yet. All right, all right. Hold on. Let me get it pulled up. <sighs> Alright, so you hold that button on the side there. Or it'll fucking break, of course it will. Because I don't want Technology you to Technology at its finest, folks. <laughs> so you just slide to power off. There you go! Weird! Yeah, no. Then you, then you get ridden up for not being available. God damn it, they figured out everything. Yep. Yep. But if you're yeah. on PTO, shouldn't they know that? That you're not going to oh, be you're not, you're not really on PTO. You're not. Yeah, no. They tell you you have unlimited PTO. You can use it whenever you want, but you're not really on PTO. But they still expect you to work. Seems, this, even this seems like a trap. This seems it like is. a trap. It is. If you hear unlimited PTO, it's a, it's a red flag. I, I find out all kinds of fun new work things from you, so thank you. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Do you have unlimited PTO? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, yeah. just take take your fucking PTO. Yeah. Well, and my boss, my <laughs> boss, like the last time, last time I went on vacation, my boss was like, "You're gonna leave your phone in your office," and I was like, "Oh, okay." So. Yeah, that was actually one of the few nice things about Microsoft is like, you know, if you're on vacation there, it's just, it's just like cool. Then they're aware you're on vacation and won't bug you for anything. Yeah, we're not we're yeah. not gonna contact you. Um, it goes both ways, though. If you need to know, like, if you need to know something from a supervisor, boy, howdy, they're not going to fucking answer you. Yep. Until, yep. Uh, which, man, that sucks. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, sorry to hear that. I had a four-day work week, but... It seems like uh, every time I come back from an extended weekend... Uh, there's a million times more mm-hmm. work that Tuesday. Yeah, like you're trying to squeeze five days worth of work into a four day week now. Oh, like I had seventy three orders and fifty tickets when I logged in on oh, no. fucking Tuesday morning. Oh um, no! And I, and I remember our our like VP comes over to me. He's like, "Hey man, uh, did you get that order?" And I'm like, "I did." Did you get this order from this company? I'm like, I did, but I have 73 other orders. So unless this one is top of the queue important, come back to me in like two hours. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, yeah. So that that was that was fun. Um, yeah, so, the, and the, you know, it, it was, it was nice that it was only a four-day week, but man, up until, like, I was slammed until Friday, basically. And even Friday, I was a little bit busy. Um, I had a doctor's appointment this week. 
O. Blood pressure's good. Oxygen's good. 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 Nice. And they want me to go see my cardiologist just to be careful. So. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure if you've ever tried to get an appointment with a uh, cardiologist. No. Um, I will probably have an appointment sometime next year. Um, Ninja, you yeah, seem like a gentleman who has a cardiologist. Sucks. What? Getting doctors here sucks. Oh, it's super bad. No, I uh, my my pulmonologist last year moved out of state, and uh, and he and like they still haven't found me a new one. Mm-hmm. It's been oh, like God. nine months. Yep. Yep. Nope. And then when you do find one, they're like three or four months out. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, (laughs) So the reason I had this doctor's appointment is that I need to renew my medication. My doctor wanted to see me to follow up, check up, see how I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And she goes ahead and like I I get that I get that message in like, uh, what was it? It was... It was like in early, it was late May, early June, like right before I started with water safety. And mm-hmm. I, I shit you not. She's like, all right, we need to get you in because it's important to check on your meds and make sure they're all up to date. And then in the same thing, like, yeah, we can get you in in September. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it must be not that fucking important then. Yep. Yep. If you're not worried about it, I'm not worried about it. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's kind of the the stance I take on it, like, oh, you can see me in three months. It must not be like a huge deal then. Okay, well, I won't, oh, yeah, I won't no, of course not. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... So yeah, um, yeah, no man, it was it, uh, it was pretty good for the most part. Uh, you, uh, younger listeners out there, welcome to getting old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not fun. I read I our analytics. It. The majority of our people who listen to this are like 24, 25. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> what the it fuck do you... Soon. It starts soon. If if you are... Although, uh, I, I, I gotta ask... Um, I, I, I got I to ask our, our viewers in that age group, please comment. What do you get out of watching this? Um, like, I, I'm so curious. Like, because, like, it's just going to get worse. We're just going to be older and older and decay in front of your eyes. Um, I just want to know what it was like back when the Atari 2600 was the console to get. <laughs> I was not alive during that thing's lifespan, so... My brother and my sister were, and oh, Jesus, fuck, that made me so old. Uh, um, also, yeah, I know some of you Commodore are probably... Commodore 64 growing up. Commodore yeah. 64. <laughs> also, uh, we've had a recent uptick in subscribers on to YouTubes. Hi, oh? if you're watching this. Uh, so, thank you for watching this trash fire. Uh, the normal person who runs this specific trash fire is on vacation. Speaking of people on vacation. Um, so, yeah. Oh, of course he had to leave when I come back. Yeah, that's how... They're, they're yeah. fucking... God, it's been so long since all four of us have been together. Mm-hmm. Uh, to it's be fair... Like two weeks. Yeah, that's a long time for us. Uh, we normally have every, all four of us in the room. <laughs> um, to, to be fair... Um, 
last week wasn't a real podcast. We were fucking around playing video games the entire time. Yeah. So, because it was Labor Day weekend, and that was our whole shtick. It was our excuse to play more video games. Uh, so. Just yeah. bullshit our way through video games. It's what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey, a bunch of news happened this week. Actually, no. I was going to say. Speaking of bullshitting through video games. <laughs> uh, actually, not a whole lot of news, if I'm being quite fucking honest. It was mm-hmm. it was actually a really slow news week. I, I, like, I went to go make the docket this morning. I'm like, fuck, I don't even need to make it. There's so few news stories that I'm just like, okay, I can just remember. I can just fucking pull these off and list on my own tab. There we go. All right, well. It works, it works. Yeah. Uh, so, first news story... This is no... Can we just let it die? So, E3 2024, in doubt as organizer exits and location has been abandoned. Um, Reed Pop, the owner of events such as PAX, EGX, and websites such as Eurogamer, has now said it will not work on future iterations of E3 after previously partnering with the ESA to relaunch the show this year. The ESA has informed the Los Angeles Convention Center E3's long-held home it will not turn up there in 2024. Following an early report which said the LA Department, uh, LAC Tourism Department did not expect the show to run there for the foreseeable future. Um, they are tar- the ESA is now targeting 2025 for a complete reinvention of the show. Well, the reach of E3 remains unmatched in our industry. We are continuing to explore how we, we can evolve it to best serve the video game industry and are evaluating every aspect of the event from format to location, said ESA President and CEO Stanley Pierre-Lewis. Um... Uh, does anyone care anymore? Like, no. no, I, no I am surprised they continue to try to hold on. I, me too. E3 well, because because well, like the the last E three I went to was in twenty seventeen, and even at the time, it was like this is not what it was during my first E threes. You know, twenty thirteen fourteen. Like this is, and from what I and from what I heard of the old timers working there, they were like, "This is nothing compared to the shit of the early two thousands and nineties." Um. So, I, eh? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, like, I I don't understand why you would care. Like, I I, I don't understand why this is a story. It's just the name, I guess. You know, yeah, I I think I think people I think it's the end of an era, and people don't want to let go of the the era. Well, no, because we you know we we talked we talked we talked about E three memories like earlier in the year when we mm-hmm. thought it was dead dead, and like E three has a ton of really fucking good cool memories, man. Mm-hmm. Like like you have you know like. Uh, you know they 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 just put out on that no clip uh, archive site the full E3 2010 press conferences and whatnot. And looking back, those are so fucking sick, right? Yeah. Like, oh god, hold up! I actually opened a window somewhere. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Good luck. Good, luck. Good job. Um, sorry for blowing out everyone's eardrums on the stream. So, 
Yeah, like you have you have like these iconic press conference moments that we're not gonna have anymore. But like, if you're a company, you're a Sony, you're a Microsoft, you're a Nintendo, you don't get anything out of doing that shit live. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, you would just have more of a chance to look like a jackass. You know, so you know, same thing with like going to PAX. Like, as much as I like PAX, like, what what benefit does Sony or Microsoft get out of going to PAX? Uh, like twelve hundred people got to play our game, and we can just send it to influencers instead, and probably get way more outreach. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like, like, literally, because, okay, so, in like, last, not last week, but the show before that, this podcast got out to, like, 200 people, right? That's, like, a, that's a full day of, like, a PAX booth, in all honesty, probably. If you, like, think about it, like, okay, so, uh, and, yeah, because, like, you know, let's let's pull up a calculator. Uh, I'm gonna use my like the old Dance Central booth as like a model. Okay, two people could dance at a time. A song is all right. So so, uh, so we got sixty minutes an hour. Songs are about three minutes piece. Times that by two people in uh, two people a session. Times that by how long is the floor open? Eight hours about. Um, let's see. Like the expo floor s- where you'd play games. Like the expo, it was uh, 10 to 6. So, yeah, about, about 8 hours. Times weekend, 8. So. Okay, so yeah. I was actually lost. So, th- theoretically, you can get 320 people through a booth like that one and, you know, add probably a good amount more than that for something like a Nintendo, but still, like, even small streamers get more outreach than that in, like, a day. You know, you could go and pay like I don't know who's a, who's a who's like a mid-sized streamer ninja. I don't. Uh, I mean, Co Carnage. Yeah, or he's like really into. He's really into those games. Yeah, or like Tauli. Like Tauli has one point three k right now. Yeah. Cool. In one day of Tauli streaming, you have beaten out a like a day at PAX handily. You know, like, yeah, and okay, right now, yeah. So there you go. You know, and then I, if you want to go like the top top end of Twitch, like routinely, you got people like Pokemane pulling forty fifty k. So yeah, yeah. You get Pokemane lyric. Uh, any any of those kinds of people. Asmund, if it's like an RPG popping off. Like, yeah, no, it, it makes sense, you know. Um, and, like, yeah, it's you can make an argument that, like, well, yeah, but it shows, you know, good faith to the fans who do show up live. It's like, they have Nintendo Live for that, though. Like, that's the, that's the point of Nintendo Live. So, yeah. I'm actually surprised that Sony got rid of PSX. I really am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I will always be shocked that PSX it was not a thing they kept going on with. Uh, that that like I I see I do see stuff like E3 still existing and PAX still existing, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be company specific from now on. Like mm-hmm. I, I I think it's going to be stuff like BlizzCon and Final Fantasy Fan Fest and Nintendo Live and PSX and what's the Xbox One called in. Um, in June, 
Is that I mean, is that just the game showcase? I mean, that's the that's the thing they show the games at. But like, what is the um, what is like the actual fan fest. the fan fest? Um. Oh, it is literally just called Xbox Fan Fest. So that's easy. Yeah. So yeah, if if you're, you know, because at that thing, it's all you. The focus is on you, and you're gonna get the people who who are most crazy about your shit. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, like I'm sure that Ninja, you would probably like to go to a Final Fantasy Fan Fest at some point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Other than the furry covid spreaders um (laughs) if we could avoid covid that'd be great uh you know or at least like don't confess to it right with a furry comic uh all right well anyway um you know just like i I would love to go to blizzcon at some point or i would love to go to to xbox fan fest uh or i actually didn't go to didn't get to go to psx when i was doing like games coverage stuff um it was a real bummer <laughs> just didn't have the didn't have the pto or the time to go do it uh real bummer so yeah uh all right well i'm not can't say i'm surprised it's gonna be a bummer not to have those sick reveal moments because like uh you know not e3 key three whatever the fuck you want to call it um it definitely hasn't had the same energy as like the big press conference reveals, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I and I don't and I don't think it ever will. Um, I could be wrong, but like, I I I saw a lot more energy at like the fan fest reveals on the stream this year for Final Fantasy. Yeah, you know, like so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, see you, E three. Um, sources say Nintendo showed Switch 2 demos at Gamescom. They held private tech demos ahead of a, what is expected to be a 2024 launch. Uh, according to Eurogamer, which VGC can co- co- uh, co- corroborate, thank you, via its own sources. Uh, one Switch 2 demo is understood to have an improved version of Breath of the Wild running at a higher frame rate and resolution that the original game did not on hardware targeting the new console specs. Uh, they also showcased, showcased Epic's impressive The Matrix Awakens Unreal 5 tech demo uh, used to showcase the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, the demo is said to have been running NVIDIA DLSS upscaling with advanced ray tracing enabled and visuals compared to Sony and Microsoft's current systems. However, this note does not mean the Switch's success for, successor will support the raw power of those consoles, which aren't portable devices. Uh, DLSS is a feature exclusive to NVIDIA graphics cards on PC by using AI to upscale the resolution of games, effectively allowing to developers to achieve higher graphical settings. Uh, the patents, which were made in 2021, describe very similar process to the Switch's main functionality, where it'll be run at one resolution and then upscaled, uh, and it'll be upscaled to 1080p. Uh, the Nintendo and Nintendo includes a diagram with the patent which shows a four, 540p image being upscaled to 1080p. However, it doesn't. It does. It does, however, mention the upscaling to up processing, including upscaling to 4K would be possible. 
It's supposedly going to come out in late next year. Uh, those specifics on hardware being closely guarded, um, it would be able to be used in portable mode. Um, just like the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and then I would genuinely say that Nintendo, looking at financials, seems clear it's time for a new piece of hardware. Hardware is already projected to fall 16.5% year on year, while the software is expected to hit 159 Uh The only way to stop these losses from totally ballooning next fiscal year is a new device in the second half of 2024. I don't think Nintendo kind of gives a shit about losses, so they're going to launch it when it's ready. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my response to that. Uh, as for the, um, yeah, I look. I've already said we've we had a switch wish list conversation um, earlier this year, and to just just carry my library over. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Please, fucking Give me please. That like I'm. And I don't mean just cartridges, because I have not bought fuck all on cart except Mario Kart, funnily enough. Um, please make my digital library carry right over. Yep. I will. If this thing is a decent piece of hardware, I will literally buy it day one if you have that feature. Mm-hmm. Let me log in, download all my saves, download all my fucking games on the, the same micro SD card, and play them. That's it. That's fucking all. You know. Um, I don't know. That's that that that's that's basically my fucking crazy wish list. Oh man. That's every fan's crazy wish list is backwards compatibility. I think some people I think some people honestly don't give a shit. They really don't. I the amount of I people do. I've I care. I mean, well, I didn't really care all that much about the Wii U because I'm like, dude, I have like 13 games on this thing. Mm-hmm. I'll just box yeah, it up and I'm, but like a, I have like 55 Switch games, and I'm only gonna have more by the end of the year because I intend to buy Mario and all the Pikmin's. So you know, Pikmin Four is really fun. I will say that. <laughs> Fantastic. And then I also want to pick up Cereza and the Lost Demon. So, yeah. Like, I'm still buying Switch games. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Having it run at 1080p 60 would be nice. I'm yeah, not well, expecting... I, like, there, there are a lot of rumors around, like, what the Switch 2 is capable of. The, the most recent one is that the there's a Final Fantasy VII Remake port. And everybody, everybody is saying it runs as well as the game does in the PS5, which is really weird to me. And that tells me that tells me that tells me that it that it's a 1080p system. That's what that tells yeah. me. Yeah. Which is fine. It's 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 okay, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I'm mm-hmm. look. Um, I I I play in 1080p on my laptop. It's fine. I play Switch in 1080p on this 65-inch TV. It's fine. Does it look as good? No. But is it, like, fucking making my experience unplayable? No. In in fact, I was playing Starfield in 4K on this big-ass television, and it looked worse than the 900p Tears of the Kingdom. So, you know... 
Yeah, so I so I think I think we're fine. Like let's 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 I feel that people oh, get like, so f- sorry, go ahead. If you're, if you're playing on a screen like this size, right? It's not it's not No, it's uh, well, you don't, you, need, you don't need more than you really and truly you don't need more than seven twenty as long as it does ten eighty on your TV. Like a seven, yeah, like 1080 on the TV, 700 on, yeah. you know. I will say 1080p on a screen like that is nice because the pixel density would be really good, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not like the end of the world. Like when I play Switch games, when I play Switch games on my Switch OLED, I'm not like, oh my god, it's 720p, it looks so bad. Right. I'm like, this screen is fucking small and it looks fine. Yep. Um... Uh, yeah, and I I think that a lot of people get lost in the marketing buzz bullshit, and it's, you know, it is what it is. Alrighty, moving forward. Uh, Bat and Kaidos 1 and 2 HD removed English dubs, so expression discrepancies would be avoided. Hmm? God. I... Did that game? So I tried to play. It it had a dub. It had a dub on the GameCube versions, and it was terrible. Like, did it have a language selection track on the GameCube? No, no, no. Well, the first one didn't. You just had to play it in. So you just had to play it in English. Yeah, yeah, you had to play the terrible, the terrible dub in English. And I feel like what happened was when the voice actors came in, the director was like. Here, we're going to feed you your lines one by one, not give you any context for what's going on. You just need to read the sentence. And that was what they did. God, that's awful. The the dub is so bad. There's no... It was not good. I I played the game for like two hours before immediately returning it. And this was when I was like... I don't know. I want to say like 15, 16. I never played it. Everyone talks about how... Everyone, yeah, it, it looked cool. Everybody talks about how good the game is, but I could not get over that dub. And I'm the kind of guy that like will play stuff and watch stuff in English now. Like dubs have I, come such a long way, and voice directing has come such a long way since back then. I, I played so, through. I played through Deadly Premonition. So you yeah, know. right, right. Like yeah, that's, an, that's another really good example of a game with a piss poor dub. But, yeah, but it's so good though. <laughs> it is. It's it is. And well, and I think I think for like Deadly Premonition, that's probably intentional because of the like the the other aesthetics and design choices in that game. I think that's probably probably intentional for that game. But like there there are games where it's just like you can tell that that whoever directed the voice cast just did not know what they were doing. Fair. Well, uh, it's gone now. Can't yes. hurt you anymore. That's right. Um, shame that that game came out in a year that's absolutely bananas. Uh, like legit. I don't have time for mid-tier video games this year. Right. It's it's like there's literally just so much good shit that it's like I only want to play games I'm really into or games that are like fantastic. So. Uh yeah, uh Stray is getting a movie adaptation. Why? Who why? I mean, that game had really like cool lore as like a whole. Well, but, why? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, we already we already have Homeward Bound. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need another movie about a pet trying to find its home. Um. Oh God. Yeah, oh, but God. you can get it in this weird, like, post cyberpunk fucking robot world. Yeah, I. <laughs> I guess there's an aesthetic for that. And then, and I will probably like, see this movie because my wife is going to want to see this movie. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to see this movie out of just fucking raw curiosity, right? But, mm-hmm. but that's it. Just sheer curiosity. Look, I really like the lore in the world of Stray, so fuck it. Sure, I. It's, not the worst thing I'm sure I've ever watched. That's a good point. I've watched a lot of shitty horror movies. Yeah, so now you can watch like probably a middle of the road cat movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you uh, younger listeners of this show aren't going to know what I'm talking about, going to like know what I'm talking blockbuster about, Hollywood video or whatever, and you go down like the Royal Island, you're like, man, these movies look shitty. Who's renting these movies? That was me. I would rent those movies. <laughs> I would, I would rent those. I would rent those movies when I like couldn't I would find those, anything else. Would, but not like horror movies because I don't really care for them. I've never cared for horror movies. If I'm being completely fucking honest, I would. I would be lying to those movies. I'd be lying to like. like <laughs> I would be lying to like the three imported anime DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. Um, but now there's there's like Tubi. There's. Uh, Shutter, there's uh, Pluto, which all have those terrible horror movies. So that's how, that's how you get those now. You watch it on one of those sites. Okay, I'm never going to use that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> all right. So uh, next up is uh, so they didn't say sales, but they did say played six million people have played Starfield and they put out a they put out like that new image that's getting popular of like game art with all the reviews that are super high Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they put out one of those you know with quotes an absolute triumph from Windows Central Okay. It's a masterpiece, Vice, an instant classic, Screen Rant, a cinematic masterwork, Esquire. Um, um Oh, I mean like it's got it's got an eighty seven on Metacritic and Open Critic. Okay, fair. Um It's definitely a love it or hated game, for sure. Uh, yeah, so we might as well get into this because you and I both played Starfield this week. You probably played a lot more than I did. Um, yeah, like eight hours in it, I think. I'm how much? Eight. Uh, I, I'm I'm two and a half. Um, and both times I played it, I had very strong feelings, but most of them weren't good. Uh, so. Yeah, I put in a solid, you know, I so I booted up that game last night and I was like, cool, I'm going to check this out. Hey, haven't checked out a Bethesda game in a while and I load it up and then almost immediately it crashes. 
and it crashes in the main menu. I'm like, good start, good start. Good start. Yep. What? Yep. yep. Oh my god. Yep. I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. All right, we'll try it again. Loads up fine. Play the start the game out, and I I am so shocked. For how beefy this game system specs are, right? Mm-hmm. And how, like, oh, we can only get it around 30 on console. How fucking bad it looks. Like, visually, like, this, this just looks bad. Like, mm. fucking textures are blurry. Um, what's really funny is, like, when I first booted the game up, like, they have film grain set to max. And I was like, this doesn't look particularly good. I'm going to turn this down. I turned it down to, like, 30%. And it makes the game look even worse. And I'm like, okay, yeah, never mind. They're hiding a lot of stuff behind that film green. The film green is doing work. Yeah, and I was like, okay, no, thank you. Fuck that. Um, and then, like, actually playing the game, it's like, oh, it, it, this is just Fallout 4, but with space combat and a lot of load screens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Super. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, that was, that was most of my experience. Um... I don't know. The space combat didn't seem very fun. Yeah, the space the space combat is okay at best. I was super fucking annoyed when I tried to land on a planet and it wouldn't let me. Oh, you have what? You, it's hidden in a menu. It's hidden in a menu. Yes, it's, yes, that's decision. stupid. That's it is so the dumbest decision. Like, I'm just like, you can at least make it a button prompt, but I would hope you would do what No Man's Sky did, a game that is eight years old, and just let me fucking land on the planet. Mm-hmm. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Yeah, I, 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 I can't I right now, guys. The, I can't. Pop up that tells you, like, how to land, and then I'm like, okay, how do I land? Do I just, like,. I just have to keep going forward. So then like I would I would sit there for a little bit like with my thrusters at max and then I would boost and like nothing would change. And I'm like, okay, so that's obviously not it. Maybe I missed the button prompt. So I'm sitting there pushing every button on my keyboard. Like, okay, that's not it. And then like after some digging around, it's it's hidden in a menu and it is the dumbest decision. It is (sighs) it is a a terrible design choice. I can't with this shit. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I'm gonna see if I can pull up a, like a video comparison um, of like the de- like I want to see if I can, if there's like someone put a side by side somewhere. But yeah, man, it, it's it's wild that like this game is eight years newer than No Man's Sky, running on far better tech, but still can't do space exploration as good as a game that is. And to be fair, No Man's Sky launched totally borked, but at least they mm-hmm. had that, like, one feature that's like, yeah, you, you can totally, like, go... Because it'd totally be able to easy to hide that load behind, like, oh, I'm traveling to space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and, like, the Starfield's been in development for, like, eight years, since 2015. Like, why? why? Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it either. Like, I don't, 
it makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so there's that. Uh, there's... God, I, do, I just don't have really anything nice to say about it beyond, like, the story seems kind of intriguing a little bit. Yeah. Like, the further I get into it, the more I like the story. Like, the, the, the exploration isn't fun. Like, I tried to do that thing where you just, like, wander off in a direction and it blew me up with an invisible wall. And it was, oh, like, fairly yeah. early. And I was like, nope. yeah, okay, explore the, the entire planet my ass. Yeah, so you could at least like put up a mountain like Skyrim and be like, oh, I guess I need to get my ship and go around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, why can't I fly my ship on the planet mm-hmm. as well? Like, that, there's. It feels like there's like so many fucking like promises they could have that they didn't fulfill that are being fulfilled by like other games that are older. Yeah. That's just it. A friend of mine messaged me about it. He's like, "Yeah, I gave it like thirty hours, and then I was able to make a case for Steam for a refund, so I got one." Jesus. Yeah. Rough. Well, the 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 so and a lot of people have been doing this, and the case they keep making to Steam is like there's a lot of false advertising in this. Yeah. So. But it doesn't matter because it's a Bethesda game. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's all—all all of my complaints about the game aside, I, I am a fan of Bethesda games, and this is a this is like the most Bethesda game Bethesda has ever made. Um, and that that said, I like it. I'm still gonna—I'm gonna keep playing it. Uh, and as someone who is traditionally like. It feels like every Bethesda game after Oblivion, I have liked less and less and less and less. Like, I... And they just keep making the same fucking game with, like, a couple of slight improvements. Mm -hmm. And it's like, standards have gone up. Standards Mm -hmm. have improved a lot since 2012 when Skyrim came out. And if we're being honest, fucking 2006 when Oblivion came out. Like, like, I want everyone to, like, because it feels like the people who are really hyping this game up only really play Bethesda games. Like, that's what it feels like. Because I go, because I'm like, this game isn't impressive if you've played Cyberpunk at all like cyberpunk is infinitely more impressive than this the witcher 3 is infinitely more impressive than this fucking uh i mean dear fucking god it's not a fair comparison they're only both rpgs but like Baldur's gate is super way more impressive than this and it's like gate is, is more impressive than a lot of games that have come out recently yes you know um, I mean, fucking, if I'm being honest, I think Diablo 4 has got a more impressive than this. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not, like, a high bar. Oh. Like, Diablo 4, I only ran into one glitch, and it actually looked good, and, like, I can see the clear advancement from Diablo 3. This does not look like a queer, clear advancement over Fallout 4. I still can't believe there's fucking load times going into buildings. 
that's shocking. Yeah, or like the the I think the way they handled space travel is kind of weird too. I mean, like I I think they were damned if they did and damned if they didn't. But people are complaining that like you don't actually get to travel in space. You, no, you just fast travel from one point to another. But I think if it also took you half an hour to travel from one spot to another, people would complain that you couldn't. Well, I think that you could make fast travel for space. I think that like you give fast travel as an option, but make it. So this mm-hmm. is how I would design this is make the fast travel option totally there. But if you fly through it, you can find a bunch of extra bonuses and side quests and cool shit yeah. and loot yeah. and like have adventures happen versus now it's like just feels it honestly feels worse than Mass Effect did you know and then like I just don't feel the grand space exploration part of this game like oh it's the unknown it's the space and the future like I I got to New Atlantis and I was I was expecting like that Citadel moment from the first Mass Effect right yeah yeah. Like like that moment when you land on the Citadel and you're like, oh man, like this is so fucking, look at all this alien cool shit and all these people I can talk to and like, nah, <laughs> no. Yeah, and there's like, there's the, what appear to be like obvious breadcrumb, um, like quest starters that don't do anything. Like there, there are these two people I, I got, when I got to a new Atlantis, there was a bridge um these two people were standing on it and his lady handed this dude this briefcase and he's like okay thanks um oh but we have company uh you need to leave now and then she walked away and then i kept like trying to talk to the guy i followed the guy and like it didn't he didn't go anywhere and i was like well what what the fuck was the point of that that little scene like why why was that in here i mean like and yeah I, i think that and then there's just like I feel no reason to explore New Atlantis as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that's another problem is like I think back to the Citadel, which the Citadel is like way smaller, you know. But like from the first moment you're in the Citadel, it's like oh, what's that terminal? Oh, AI lady's talking to me. Oh, it's like what the fuck is that alien thing over there? I want to mm-hmm. talk to it. This just felt like bland, generic sci-fi city with just humans on it yeah i wonder i do wonder if if exploration gets better later like i've explored i guess i wouldn't say a little a little bit uh, because most of my game time has been in like space exploration and then exploring random planets and realizing that i'm way in over my head for where i go um so I, like there i wonder if you just haven't gotten far enough to see some of the exploration stuff you can do Maybe, like, that is the case, but, like, this also goes back to, like, my stance that, like, games should be good from the beginning. They should be. Yeah. It shouldn't take you 16 hours to get to the good part of the game. Right, and, like, I'm only two hours in. Like, to be fair, I could... I don't know when I'm going to load up the game again because I'm knee-deep in WoW Grind and Sea of Stars and uh, New World and a bunch of other games, but, like... And I'm just honestly, after my first two hours, I'm not that interested, but I'm probably going to keep playing it for this show, and I still need to try the Series S version because I tried it on PC first, and... um, it didn't look great, 
Uh, it ran fine, but I'm also on a 3080 and a 3900X, so I fucking hope it would. Um, you know, ran into a couple of small glitches, but it was like dude clipping through a wall, so AI not knowing what to fucking do. But like, nothing too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I saw one moment where I like walked into a room with an enemy and he just stared at me for like 35 seconds before shooting me. Just, just, just stare that. I'm just like, and I'm streaming the game for a friend of mine because he was curious, and uh, he's just like, "What? Why is he not doing it?" I'm, not, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep standing here though until he notices. Um, yeah, and I, and I think after streaming it for two hours for Anthony, he was just like, "This made it so I don't want to play Starfield anymore." <laughs> so, you know. Like, I would rather, almost rather, just go back and play Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I think Bethesda needs to evolve their their games. Like, they, they need to move forward. It I feels think, like... I think we need to develop a new engine. I think, I think the engine... I, think, I thought this was using a new engine. It's, the, it's still the creation engine. Hold on, I'm going to look this up. Uh, it is. It's uh, it, it's so it's Creation Engine two. They were oh, using create okay. so so, but but yeah, we're like do away with Creation Engine and develop something new. Oh, it's gonna power Elder Scrolls six. Gross. I just like I I I just don't. Like it really feels like CD Pro- CD Project Red just kind of ate their lunch. Mm-hmm. Let, like, oh, I, I wonder like how much support this is going to get down the road. How much support Starfield is going to get down the road, and see if they can't make it a, a much better game. You know, and then like I actually really hate that another excuse I keep hitting from Bethesda fans. Like anytime you complain, it's buggy. There's load times. It's not that fun to play. You know, like everyone's like, "Yeah, it's a Bethesda game. That's it's about the mods." And I'm like, "So this isn't a game. It's a modding tool." Well, you can't you can't even mod it. You can't even mod it right now. They haven't released the modding stuff. So like, they said they'd be doing that within within the month, but oh. like that's not even a reason to that you can use right now. But like even then though, like my, my response says, "Oh, so this isn't a video game; it's a modding tool." Well, like that's 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 what it is. It's not a fun video game. It's a very in-depth, interesting modding tool. And they have three modding tools. They have post-apocalypse modding tool. They have space modding tool now, and then they have fantasy modding tool. Yeah. Bethesda modding tools. That's what they are. And it just so happens to be connected to a kind of mediocre video game. Yeah. I will give them credit in this. Uh, This tells you how ahead of the curve Oblivion was. Like, you have to think that they've been making basically the same game since Oblivion in 2006, and like... It was kind of unacceptable in 2015, nine years later, but it's not, in my opinion, fully unacceptable till now. So, like, what would that be? Like, 17 years later. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that tells you how good Oblivion is, I guess. Um, 
Well, that's Starfield. I'm going to continue to poke at it uh, throughout the week, and I'll probably come back with a final review next week. Um, don't be surprised if I come back next Sunday and be like, well, I put 10 hours into it and fuck this game. In all honesty. All right. Um, I think that was the extent of our news. All right. Uh, there was. I don't think there was much else. Yeah, it's a slow news week for sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, next thing is uh, what we've been playing. Hey, Ninja, what you been playing? Not a whole lot. Some Starfield, some Street Fighter, and some Armored Core. Surprised that you're not on fourteen at all. Um, no, like I, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I did the, the tenth anniversary stuff, and then mm. I haven't gone. I haven't gone back into fourteen. I haven't tried to find like a new, raid group or anything. I'm just suddenly like fourteen is just super casual. So I'm just playing it when, um, new content comes out. Fair. All right. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter Six. I got diamond. I saw With that. Me. Congratulations. Uh, uh, is it sorry. Jamie that you diamond? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I had a feeling that you'd pulled the diamond as Jamie, but I wasn't sure. But well done. And some of my my buddies are like, "Oh, now that you hit diamond with Jamie, are you going to start playing a real character?" Because <gasps> <laughs> he's he's pretty low tier. Uh, I wouldn't say he's like the lowest, but he's he's pretty oh. low tier. Um. Well, no, pro- probably not. For some reason, I really like characters that have a level up mechanic in games, so I will continue to play Jamie. Okay. We did it. We made diamond, so that's exciting. Congrats, man! Thanks. Uh, right on. Um, all right. So, uh, anything else you want to add? No, that was that was about it for me. It was a pretty slow game week. Fair. Uh, what about you, M? What'd you put time into? Uh, I didn't play anything here at home, but I did play two games at PAX last weekend. That's great. Um, so I played a little game called Fae Farm, which is a little bit like Stardew Valley, but it's more on the 3D side of things. Yeah, uh, it I, is out I heard now. about this. It is out now for those that are interested. Um, it's cute. It's fun. It's something. Um... But the one game that I played mm-hmm. and I told you, Bronson, that I was going to give my early review on it All right. was Tekken 8. Yeah, you played Tekken 8. How was that? The hype is real. The hype is very, very, very real. Um, I was playing on PS5 and I'd never played anything on PS5 before that. <laughs> And I was just like, okay. Leroy plays a little weird, like as far as movement goes. Right, what do you mean? Like it, I was still getting used to like how characters move because I hadn't played Tekken since like five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so like moving him back and forth was a little like sporadic, I guess. Um, and he's also a big guy too, so that's fair. Um, but it was great. Mm-hmm. And 
his like did it, ultimate. Did it, oh, sorry, his ultimate. Go ahead. His ultimate is just like oh, it's like this rage burst when you tap R two on PlayStation. It's like full combo, like depletes a good chunk of your health bar type of ultimate and it's good it's real good all right right on i i'm i'm excited for it uh it's i just really hope fucking game releases calm down between now and then right right dude no like liza p is out in eight days yes and cyberpunk phantom liberty is out in two weeks the good news for me is that I'm planning on getting Cyberpunk. Uh, uh what? But yeah, uh, I, well, like I didn't finish. I didn't finish the first. Okay, that, that's fair. That game. Um, I might actually I start my save over. They fixed it. I I actually might start my save over because they're adding so much shit to the base game for free. Like they're adding car combat and more like in depth skill stuff and like, mm-hmm. oh man, it looks so intense. There, right. there are so many games that are like coming out though that look good. Like it, Eternites, Eternites, I think, is like Dark Souls meets Devil May Cry with a dating sim. So like Persona, it's heavily inspired by Dark Souls, Devil May Cry, and Persona. Um, that I'm super interested in. There's the Mortal Kombat. There's Lies of P. There's um, Eighty Three. If people are interested in in Heyday, you said there was yeah. We're, that that's on Game Pass. We're gonna do a session of that mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. There's so much shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So till the end of the year, right? So Starfield just came out this week, and then we got Liza P and Mortal Kombat One a day apart from each other, mm-hmm. and Payday Three two days after that, mm-hmm. and then you have uh, Phantom Liberty a week after that. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, you're getting um, you're getting uh, Forza. You're getting Forza. And then about a week after that, you're getting uh, a little bit after a week after that, you're getting Mario and Spider Man. Then a week after that, you're getting the Metal Gear Collection and Alan Wake mm-hmm. Two. Uh, Disgaea Seven comes out at the beginning of October. Yep. And then in November, you're getting a new WarioWare. Mm-hmm. You're getting uh, Star Ocean. You're mm-hmm. getting uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're getting Persona 5 Tactica, if you're into that kind of thing. And there's a whole bunch of games for earlier in the year that I haven't gotten to play yet, like the new fucking Double Dragon game. Haven't touched it. Yep. Want to play it real bad. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, so. Yep, so it's, yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, dude. And um, pulling up Steam. And then this on top of, like, keeping up with, like, live service games, right? Like your Final Fantasies or your Warcrafts or yeah. your Destiny, you know. I can't, I can't play, I, I, I can't play live service games anymore. Uh, I, don't, I just don't have time. Yeah, like I haven't played Armored Core Six yet. <laughs> like, and I'm probably not gonna for like the rest mm-hmm. for the year. Like, just realistically, 
Like I didn't play Jedi Survivor or Hogwarts Legacy this year either. Too 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 much stuff. Too much yep. stuff. Yep. Um so yep. That's uh yeah, sorry. Right. Well uh Alright. So as for me, I uh put some time into uh WoW again. I am two rating points away from Keystone Hero and being done for the season. Uh, I am the number 18 tank on my server. Nice. Yep. Fucking big sweaty. Big, big sweaty. Haven't been this sweaty since Cataclysm. So, uh, and it's been fun. It's the, it is the, the story is like just okay outside of a couple of good plot points, but this is like legitimately the most fun the gameplay in World of Warcraft has been since at least Legion, if not um, Pandaria. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fair. I cannot stress to everyone how just super fucking fun uh, Dragonflight is. Um, and also, it's nice that like realistically, after I get uh, Keystone Hero, I can just take a break till next season. Like I'm done. Like, it's, it's super nice that they've built breaks into the game now. Um, and they've built in a bunch of casual content for people who want to keep playing. Like, it's it's super smart. Uh, but yeah, I keep chipping away at that. Um, I did get the itch to play another MMO, though, because, like, I was like... This is a, I'm having a good time doing this, but, like, man, when you're running plus 19 and 20 keys, it is stressful. Yeah. So, um, and I wasn't really in a Final Fantasy mood, um, because I want something to add, like, a little more meat to the combat. So, uh, I have New World. I own a copy of New World, so I decided to boot up New World. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I got to level, I got to level 13. Um, it kind of reminds me of how I felt about Vanilla WoW in some ways. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I had a... So I, I got a side quest to, like, do a fishing quest line. And I was doing it, and I did the first part of it, which you knew, like, in the pond next to the guy. And he's like, cool, I need you to deliver these fish to the person on this really far side of the map. I'm like, all right, I can go do that. And how, like, most MMOs would design it is, like, they would scale that shit to your wherever you're going or they would like make sure you're going to a place that's appropriate for your level nah son that place was in a level 24 area like I was just like what the fuck these things like cause I go into the first day it's like level 16 I'm like that's quite a bit above my level but like I get in a fight with like a panther and I kill it or like a, it was a big cat and I was like cool all right, cool, cool. It's it's a little rough, but I'm ha- I'm all right. And then I get into this zone where it says level twenty four area, and just everything has skull marks. That's a mob. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, this like quest- I made a mistake. The, the, no, nah, I was like, this quest awards really good boots. I'm making it that fucking quest giver. Let's go. Um, and I just run my, I just run so, like, through everything. I was like, no, you're not going to catch me. You're not going to catch me. You're not going to catch me. And then I, like, die right at, like, the quest giver and the respawn points. Um, leveling is super interesting. Uh, so 
It does like a D&D type thing where every time you level, you get like skill points and statistic points and you can put it in strength dex wisdom constitution and like two other things and that'll determine how good you are with certain weapons um and then you also get new skills your your skills are weapon based so like it's not class based so if you're like using a great sword that's gonna have a different skills than a sword and shield <laughs> and when you use the great and the more you use a weapon the more experience you're gonna get with that weapon and you level your skill with that weapon up and you get new abilities so like I started out with sword and shield and the first ability I got was like a shield charge and then when I used it enough I got like a shield bash that I can also parry um, combat is very actiony. Like it feels closer to a Lost Ark or Guild Wars than it does a WoW or a Final Fantasy. Um, and against all my best wishes, the game really does seem like, hey, bro, we really want you to get involved, with fucking crafting and gathering. We really want it. Um, I don't know you can chop down trees. That's neat. It is cool. But yeah, I'm I'm generally having a good time with it. I'm gonna kind of play it casually and see where it takes me. Um, you know, uh, the new expansion's coming out, which they're apparently adding mounts in it. Hmm. And I'm I I don't know what is with certain MMOs not having mounts at launch, but whatever. Yeah, super weird. Super uh, weird choice. One thing I will give them that the first expansion is only thirty dollars. That's nice. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's cool, man. And then visually, it is the most visually impressive MMO I've ever seen in my entire life. It is super pretty. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to put some more time into that and report back. Um, I already talked about Starfields. I don't know. I spent like an hour in Sea of Stars. I'm not really, I'm just past the tutorial. Mm. Uh, I feel like I played something else this week, though. Oh, I got back into Hearthstone. Oh, really? How is that? Um, surprisingly, um, um, surprisingly enjoyable. But I'm not taking it particularly seriously. So, um, how I got back into it is like I wanted to play a game on my phone during my lunch break at work. And uh, I really didn't... I didn't want to play Teppin. I just wasn't in the mood for Teppin, right? And I'm like, fuck, what other games do I have on my phone? Oh, I guess fucking Hearthstone. And I loaded up, and because I kept claiming free packs of cards from Amazon, like Prime Gaming, um, I logged in and I had like 20 packs to go through. And then I also ended up... And they disenchant all your cards that don't work anymore in a season. Uh, so I had, like, 7,000 dust to spend. So I was able to make, like, two fairly good decks. And, yeah, I've just been having a lot of fun with it. Like, it's it's super good. I'm not, I'm not taking it seriously, though, so... I don't need to th- feel the need to throw money at it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so... 
it's been fun. Like, if you want a good, it's still a really good collectible card game. Oh, and then I tried, what's the name of that other mode they have? Hold on, I'm going to pull it up right now. Because they added an arena battle mode thing. No, 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 no. This is, like, new, way newer uh, than that. That was when I was still current in the game. Mm. Um, they added this new mode. Um... Mercenaries mode. Yeah, God, that thing is trash. That thing is garbage. They make you they make you play it for like a free for like three free packs. And I played it and I'm like, this is fucking garbage. Um so yeah. But in general What is it? What is that mode? Um so you like you pick three heroes or four heroes to add to a deck, and then it it's like, and they have specific powers that are only to that mode. So my team had like Grom, Taronda, and Millstorm, or uh, Mit, um, fucking Millhouse, uh, Mana Storm, uh, mm-hmm. on it. And they all had different powers that on the beginning of the turn, all the powers trigger, and then the opposite person's powers trigger, and then it resolves who wins. Oh, it sounds like, it sounds like Teamfight Tactics. Kinda, yeah. That's actually a very good description of it. Um, it's fine. Uh, I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. I was like, this fucking sucks. I just want to go play Hearthstone. So mm-hmm. I got my free packs, and then I'm never going to touch that mode again. So, yeah. Uh, did some Hearthstone. Oh, and I did more Baldur's Gate 3. So I did my own save of the goblin attack, but because I know where they all spawn, I moved all the explosive barrels there and killed <laughs> all of them except, like, three people. And then those three pe- And the only person who really gave us any trouble was the leader, the drow lady. But then mm-hmm. a combination of Carlock and Shadowheart and Gale fucked her up real bad. Like, they were surrounding her and then just... And and magic missile, all the spots, and uh, the fucking hammer attack, and just hitting her with a big ass sword. Um, I may not have recruited her to my team. How? You take her back to the druid camp, and then you kill everybody at the druid camp. Oh, so you're a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought we established this fact. Yeah. Um, what what does Carlock do in that scenario then? Uh, so I recruited her after. So I didn't really run into any any issues with her, but I don't have Will and I don't have Halson. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. You had to kill them both. Yeah. Yeah, but she's on my team. I don't use her, but she's there. I have everyone but her. Um, I, uh, yeah, I killed the fuck out of her and I stole her armor and now her naked corpse is just sitting in the grove. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was fucking horrible, though, every time I talked to her, so I was happy to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have to choose to go... I'm at the point where I have to go through the Underdark to get to uh, this uh, Moonrise Palace, I think it's, or Tower. Oh, or yeah, I, Tower, yeah. Or I have to go through the mountains, and I'm leaning towards mountains. But... You, can do, you can do both. Oh. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, so what I what I would do is explore one, and then uh, um, if you do the Underdark, you meet a character who wants to talk to Gale. Um, finish that like quest line, and then go do the Mountain Pass. Hmm. If you want, if you want to see everything. Okay. Cool. Noted. Um, I'm thinking about turning down the game's difficulty, though. This combat is just not for me, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, I just want to brain off through this to get to the part mm-hmm. of the game I like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that's it. Nice. Um, alright, well, then that's basically my time with video games this week. Alright guys, uh, sorry for the short show, but uh, one, we do have a lot of news, and then compounding that with the fact that uh, the fourth member of the SGK crew is not here, mm-hmm. kind of means there's not as much to see, so uh, that's it, bye guys, we love you, we'll be back, uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a more fleshed out show, video game news, happen, please. Um, yes. Good news. Good news. Eh, any news is fine. Or just for news our in general. New, really. new, news is fine. Any news is fine for our purposes. That's true. <laughs> in fact, some of our best shows have been us bitching for two hours. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>